Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode of Allegedly Astrology. We're coming at you today with the latest celeb gossip that has the internet speculating. Dana, we can't leave listeners hanging any longer. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about John Mulaney and Olivia Munn's uh, earth-shattering pregnancy announcement. <laughs> Surprise! Um, yeah, that was a, that was a little unexpected, huh? So confusing. I expected it because I go on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, John Mulaney has had a real roller coaster of the last nine months, from going to rehab twice to divorcing his wife to hooking up with Olivia Munn now announcing a pregnancy. But the latest baby announcement has brought up a lot of debate and some backlash and accusations all over social media. I'd like to preface this episode by saying that we went to high school with John Mulaney. But not at the same time. We are much (laughs) younger and more fabulous. No, just kidding. But um, we know people that know him pretty well. And, you know, generally we've we've received positive feedback. We have no respect for any of them. (laughs) Dana, also, I'm kidding. not true. Me and Dana yesterday were going on a tangent and being like, we also went to high school with the girl from School of Rock who played bass. And then Dana would be like, we also went to oh, high school. We also went to high school with Robin Tunney of The Craft. Only we for two years. We also went to high school with Andre Brogger of the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Michael Wilbon. Can't forget Bob Michael Newhart Wilbon. of the Bob Newhart Show. <laughs> Can't forget Gina Rodriguez of Jane the Virgin. Oh, yeah. The man who invented x-ray machines. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow, that sounds really weird. I'm sorry. Nobody cared and nobody asked uh, who we went to high school with. So here we go. Let's learn a little bit more about John and how we got to this surprise announcement. So... For anyone that's not familiar with him, John Mulaney is a comedian, actor, writer, and producer from Chicago. That's why we went to high school with him. And he's most known for being a writer on SNL and having Netflix stand-up specials. He's also a voice on Big Mouth, and he's done a lot of TV appearances. So you've probably seen him and just weren't aware of his slender man-like quality um, and probably also heard his voice. He also was in Into the Spider-Verse, I recently realized, so a lot of voice acting. And his style of humor is very self-deprecating and very PG, and he comes off as this just, like, really super nice guy. So, Dana, hit me with that big three. Okay, John Mulaney was born on August 26, 1982 in Chicago, Illinois. Um, and we don't know what time, so we don't know his rising, but we do know that he has a Virgo sun and a Sagittarius moon. Mm, and Sag moon. Um, being a Virgo is largely a thankless job, which can make them like aware of how funny life <laughs> is. Uh, Virgos are or Virgo sons are like discerning and critical and super aware of their surroundings. Um, this makes them excellent at observational comedy. They're also the sign of physical health, which is ruled by Mercury, which can make Virgo obsessive about their health and obsessive in general. And so addiction kind of falls under this umbrella, although, of course, addiction does not belong to one sign in, at all. And then he also has a Sagittarius moon, which are just the clowns of the Zodiac. <laughs> uh, the response to uncomfortable emotions is cracking jokes about it, um, especially because like they're like they don't want things to be as serious but like Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter so they do have big feelings but they work it out by like they iron out emotions by like just making a joke because nothing is that big when you can see the whole picture yes Dana and I can confirm humor is catharsis for Sagittarius crying on the inside laughing (laughs) on the outside (laughs) but yeah John was married in 2014 to artist Anne-Marie Tendler and he talked a lot about her in his stand-up how much he loved her like, very, like, cute jokes, nothing, like, too, like, sad or scary. And everything seemed to be going really well for them from the outside until it wasn't. <laughs> so foreboding. But, okay, 
it's worth saying that this timeline to me is a little convoluted. So we're going to just keep things high level because as we'll kind of talk about in a little bit, this might not even be the true timeline. So this mm-hmm. yes. is interest- very important to note. I know. We don't know the timeline. We're not sure. So right now, let's just say December 2020, we're in the thick of quarantine still. Everyone is having a rough time. And John is having like a rougher time than most. John is someone who has been very open about his struggle with substance abuse. He's talked a lot about it in his stand-up. And just like for a lot of people, quarantine really contributed to his struggles. Like, you know, just because someone gets sober doesn't mean they, ha- they don't have to work like every day to maintain that sobriety. So especially because his wife had moved to D.C. at the time to work on a project. He was alone in New York during quarantine, not working as much. So I think that really contributed to, to what happened. Yeah. And he was taking steps to try and get his like mental shit together. Like he took a staff job as a writer on the Seth Meyers Late Show to kind of like give him something to do and like help his mental health. But eventually he fell back into addiction, which like sad. So he checks himself into a 60 day rehab program in Pennsylvania. And this was the second time that year that he went to rehab. So he went to rehab previously in September, had a little relapse and then went back again in December. Yeah. News broke and everyone was talking about it. There was a big outpouring of support for him, um, even from Olivia Munn on Twitter. So what's going on on the day his news came out? So the news broke on December 20, December 21st, 2020, um, and Page Six broke it. But this was the day of the Great Conjunction, so this was all like oh boy. part of, you know, like a big turning point, um, which John doesn't have any Aquarius placements, so that wasn't like fully affecting his chart, but this is just like the whole, everyone's affected by this. Yeah. Um, and so the South Node was in Sagittarius. This was days after a total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. John's progressed Mars is in Sagittarius. Oh um, so all this is agitating his Sagittarius moon. Eclipses are points of no return. Uh, progressions like show our own personal like journey, I suppose. I hate the word journey, but whatever <laughs> it is. Um, and Mars is the planet of inflammation, severance. It's like... It's it's a malefic. It make things like super extreme for us. And the South Node is just draining whatever is like no longer serving us or what's just not on the docket of our fate, which I say because some people, you know, don't have great fates um, at least in this lifetime. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but whatever. Nothing matters. This is reality. Um, <laughs> my astrology podcast is reality um so also john was in a third house year this year um like he's now since had his birthday now he's in a fourth house year which we'll get into maybe Shit. but yeah. the third house year it's about your immediate environment and like your mental processes and the third house is a cadent house which makes it like a house of waiting and for me if you think about like health like rehab is like very much a waiting game because you're like people addiction still kind of like stigmatizes like people don't always think it's a real disease like why don't you just stop but like they can't like you can't stop if you're an addict and so you're like you're just kind of like waiting to get better and you're like waiting for all the processes to sink in and that's a lot of pretty much addiction and it's like waiting for the next hour to pass right yeah so i feel like that's pretty apt no that's cool i like that little metaphor so um (laughs) he gets john gets out of rehab and he's living his life but then he makes everyone do a double take again when out of nowhere he announces that him and his wife of seven years, Anna Marie, are getting divorced. His wife, Anna Marie, released a statement saying, I am heartbroken that John has decided to end our marriage. I wish him support and success as he continues his recovery. But most poignantly, she made it 
like very clear that John ended the marriage yeah. and he did not say anything like he did not give a public quote. And his agent basically said like he wasn't going to. So stop asking. Sad. So what's the chart for this divorce announcement, Dana? That was May 10th, 2021. Um, and Mercury is conjunct the North Node in like the the transit chart, transiting Mercury's conjunct transiting North Node. And so this is like faded communications and announcements in general, right? Like Mercury is uh, the news and the North Node is just like fate, what's going yeah. on. And then Mars was conjunct his natal North Node and Mars is the planet that severs. And uh, once again, the nodes are related to fate. And also, very interestingly, he is in his Saturn square. And so the Saturn square is when uh, transiting Saturn is squaring your natal Saturn. And uh, so it's like the first um, major, it's the first hard aspect uh, of Saturn to Saturn in the Saturn cycle after your Saturn return, if that makes Ooh, sense. Oh, yikes. So yeah. even when we get through our Saturn return, we have our Saturn square to look forward to? The Saturn cycle is a life cycle. We don't really get away from it. Although, I mean, the sextiles and trines are cool. All that could be cool, depending on, you know, what's on your fate docket. The corny this is why people that are about up. to turn 40 have like a like a semi midlife crisis. Um, there are a lot of reasons for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of astrological ones. But yeah, that, that's one of them. Because, well, so Saturn is a planet that like makes you grow up. Right. And so like you're turning a corner, like the Saturn return afterwards, like there's like a kind of like a sigh of relief. Like you're like, oh, God, I'm so glad I'm done with that. Mm. Um, but it's like. It's like, okay, well, what do I, like, I'm growing up again, right? Like, you're, it's a new point of tension and, like, it's just turning a new corner about, like, where you want to go and, like, what you need to do or what you want to do in your life. Well, nothing forces you to grow up, like, becoming a father. I know. Ugh, I just got chills. So, like, this is all happening in May. He moves to L.A. and he starts dating Olivia Munn. But he announces that he's dating Olivia Munn, like, a few days after he announced that he's getting a divorce. So it's just kind of, like, a lot happening at once. And we're all like, what is going on? Like, we don't know. So, like, who is Olivia Munn? Because I only really know her from dating Aaron Rodgers. And by know her, I mean, like, I just recognize her face and long hair. Well, Olivia Munn is an actress, former television host. She was on the show The Newsroom, even acted as a Daily Show correspondent. She's also been in some movies like Magic Mike, Iron Man 2, known for dating around Hollywood. She's dated Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, Chris Pine, and Will Forte. So what's up with her chart? Okay, Olivia Munn has a Cancer Sun, a Pisces Moon, and a Gemini Rising. And this is fun. So Cancer Suns are like the ultimate, you know, femme goddess, femme fatale trope, either way. Um, They're like emotional and changeable because it's ruled by the moon, which is, again, associated with women in general. Cancer Suns tend to be pretty. Ariana Grande is one. Lindsay Lohan. They could be up in the air. It's it's a very um, in-touch placement. Pisces moons are also emotional and they're in touch with like the ether, but not really necessarily the the planet. Um, This could maybe make you say that you're obsessed with someone, but they're like kind of psychic. They also like um, they like feel everyone's emotions. Um, So this could like be like a lot of Pisces placements. Like there's a it's a stereotype for Pisces placements to be associated to either be addicts or like associated with addicts just because they're so empathetic. Mm, Yeah. Which is like, again, a stereotype, but all stereotypes are rooted in some sort of truth or fact or uh resonance and then she's also a gemini rising which um will probably make her like this is the this is why someone might be like attracted to clowns like you know uh really into like snl um gemini's are like love comedy and they love like words and she has venus retrograde in gemini exactly conjunct her rising which is wild and again this makes her attracted to clowns it could also maybe make her 
either likely to be to like sever a relationship. Uh, Gemini, uh, Venus retrograde in Gemini, like loves underdogs. So they could also maybe be an underdog because it's like the second place. Right. Um, or the second wife. Two. Right. Or the second wife. I mean, it could, which is all like whatever. I have four places in Gemini. I'm not I'm not uh, trying <laughs> not to like judging. line the sign, but it's just like it could be like duplicitous or it's just doubles. It's just like plays on words. Um, it's just silly. But yeah, that's a very interesting. I've never it was the thing that sticks out mostly when you look at her chart is that Venus retrograde in Gemini directly on her ascendant. So that's coloring her entire outlook on life. To be honest, people kind of think Olivia is like a low-key SNL stalker. Um, She's always been super obsessed with guys on SNL. Like, she just got done dating Will Forte. And she's friends with some L.A. comedy people. But the weird thing is, is that despite this being common knowledge, she wasn't completely honest when people asked her how she first met John. She said they met at church, which to me is, like, really creepy. Like, I think never would I meet someone at church. But if I did, I would lie about it. But maybe that's just me. Um, Twitter was, like, very quick to fact check her because they were like, that's not true. That's not true. And that's because Olivia and John met in 2013 at Seth Meyers' wedding, not at church. And I think, you know, then she sort of backtracked and said that she reconnected with him at church. But we know that wasn't the first time they met. And we know this because she went on like a rant to multiple news outlets after she met John Mulaney talking about how obsessed she was with him. Like she she claimed that she was would follow him around at Seth Meyers' wedding, which he was at with his wife, by the way. And she even like sent him an email after asking to hang out, which she also admitted that he never even replied to. Oh my god. Which is like, why are you admitting all of this? Gemini's are honest. <laughs> That's true. And they never shut the fuck up. So <laughs> there we go. Okay, so this kind of like wishy-washy bullshit history that John and Olivia have been kind of making up as they go along when talking about their relationship is really making people, especially on social media, raise their eyebrows because now there are allegations that John cheated on his ex-wife with Olivia. Very scandalous because John's ex-wife claims he did not ask her for a divorce in 20 in October of 2020 like he claims but he didn't he didn't file for the divorce until February 2021 after news of their breakup was announced um there are also claims that he has cheated on her before um before he went to rehab again in 2020 so regardless you know like Sarah said the timeline is shaky here but I feel like John and Olivia, they're together now. They're having a baby. So let's get into their bi-wheel. Just before I get into the bi-wheel, I do have a few hot takes about it because I was listening to um, some comedy podcasts. I'm a pretty big comedy fan um, <laughs> uh, during quarantine, like last summer. Um, and I started listening to Whitney Cummings podcast, which I think was just started at that time. And Esther Pavitsky's, which I think has ended since, although I'm not necessarily sure. I was listening to too many podcasts. And then I started making one. So, you know, just so busy these days. <laughs> um, um and those are both comedians, Esther and Whitney, and they uh, started kind of talking about how they had become friends with Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this was like just when she became part of the you know comedy community, if she was like trying to get in the comedy community or what was going on. But I do think it's interesting. And if anyone's a I might look back on it and try and figure it out, but I probably <laughs> won't. But if anyone's a super sleuth and wants to you know, go back and listen to those episodes, maybe do a timeline. Go for it, please. And let me know. Is, jo- anyway. is John friends with them? 
I well, I don't think so, but I do know that Whitney and Esther perform at the comedy store. It's like the mm-hmm. the main um whatever, what's it called, club in LA. So he would be expected to perform there if he's in LA. Mm-hmm. Oh. True. Gotcha. Um and so also like they I think like of the women that uh, women LA comedians like Whitney and those girls are like at the top, like the most known. So it's where I would break it if I was trying to hook up with a comedian who <laughs> was married. Um, just my two cents. Um, that's all I have is a Gemini. So let's get into their bi wheel. Um, John Saturn is conjunct Olivia's Pluto and Libra in her fifth house. Okay, the fifth house is sex and romance. Saturn is commitment, and Pluto is transformation and power. This relationship was made in hell, <laughs> <laughs> which I only say because. Um, and Ortley calls the midpoint between Saturn and Pluto the hell point. So I'm kind of j- kidding, but I mean, whatever. I'm also not. Um, Saturn is the furthest visible planet and Pluto is the most distance planet, which we can't even see. So this is just like the far out planets, which really uh, like are the the keepers of fate and time. And so it's going to like feel like a solid partnership with a lot of commiseration. They might understand each other's plight. This could be where like two people, you know, really get each other. It could also be power struggles down the line or it could be like hot sex power struggles. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And it like made me feel weird. <laughs> but also I think it's like kind of like controlling in a way. Like Pluto is very wants to have power. Yeah, Pluto wants to have power and Saturn wants to. But Saturn is like reverence. So it could be like reverent for that power or it could just be like a ton of emotions that like no one knows how to like deal with. Although Saturn, this would make me think that John would be um, have like a serious and taking like her like the relationship seriously. Right. Mm -hmm. And sort of like a way like her whole like chaotic being, he might like take that seriously in a way that makes her feel very love. John's moon and Uranus are in her seventh house. And Uranus is magnetic attraction and the moon is emotions and physical bodies. So the seventh house relates to our committed partnerships. This just places him right there. She feels like magnetically attracted to him and he feels like he is a partner for her once again because these are his placements in her house. So he like also feels that. But for her it feels like oh like this new energy right like he is my partner Ugh, i feel like they're gonna get married god damn it i mean probably they have a baby and they're yeah. catholics right so john's virgo son is also conjunct her jupiter in the fourth and this is the one that's like very like cute this is great for sinistry this fosters unending goodwill and they boost each other's confidence like they're silly and happy together jupiter is like morale and also hubris and the sun is like who we are who we want to be it's our identity in the worst case, this will become a battle for the spotlight. So hmm. let's just watch. Oh, I guess that's like sweet, I guess. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. So they're together and everyone's like sketchy, but okay. And then John announces that Olivia is pregnant and people freak out even more and not in a good way. So what's going on in this chart? So this was announced on September 7th, 2021 on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Um, Knowing that Olivia is five to six months pregnant, we can under we know that she was pregnant before her most recent birthday in July. And that was a fifth house year for her. And the fifth house has to do with children and pleasure. And this is like a, a fifth house year is a year that you expect to get pregnant. So this is like very like, oh, duh, for astrology. I hope I'm not in a fifth house year. <laughs> we're not. We're, we're in not. a ninth. 28 is a fifth house year. Bless all of you 28 year olds. It's like the fun before the Saturn return comes and ruins Sterilize your life. Sterilize um, yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You have to make more children to save the world. Um, but don't tell us about it. Um, okay. <laughs> also, Olivia's Mars return was exact that day. So this can like kind of be a victory for her, right? Like it's, it's 
yeah, it's, and it's also like setting a little like power for the next two years for her uh, and how she approaches power. Like, I'm sure it feels powerful to be like to have an announcement of your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, And like, also she's 41. Damn. I didn't yeah. know that. That's like, you know, it's powerful to be able to conceive at all, for sure. but especially at that age. Yeah. I'm excited for my fifth house year. 41. <laughs> okay. The moon was conjunct John's Mercury, and the moon is feelings and Mercury's information and news. So, this should, like maybe is just making him likely to, you know, he's like unveiling some heartfelt news. And because he's not always like, he's not someone who's like on Twitter, like talking about emotions. He's like pretty, he keeps the reason that he has a persona that people are upset about is because he doesn't talk a lot about his personal life, which I yeah. respect. Yeah. And also Uranus is opposite his Mars at this time. So Uranus oppositions are like present in so many of the breaking news stories we cover that I need to like look more into it um, or just like make like a book of them. I don't know. But it's wild. And um, Mars's virility and Uranus is like dropping bombs. So it's like just intimate news to once again hear from a comedian who is largely viewed as sexless by his legion of fans. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but also one thing I just want to note, it's kind of insane how woven into this narrative Seth Myers is. Yeah. Like. Oh, they met yeah. at his wedding. Seth Meyers tried to get John, like, tried to avoid John relapsing basically by giving him, like, that job on his show that he was clearly, like, overqualified for. And then John turns around and announces this huge thing on Seth Meyers. So just, like, a weird, like, like what a person Seth, to be what woven are you doing? into. Yeah, Seth, what's up? I like Seth Meyers. I respect yeah, him. Yeah, same. Big fan. But anyway... There is a lot of like sort of like confusion and people are sort of like, I think they're a little not angry, but I don't know. People have a lot of feelings about this. And I think more than maybe either one of them would have like thought. But I think people care um, because some people see Olivia as an obsessed fan. But also John Laney made it very clear like in his stand up that he had no interest in having kids. And so like I feel like maybe this is every woman's like worst nightmare where you like you're in this relationship with someone okay this person is the one thing and then he dumps you and then like immediately goes and does the thing that he promised he never wanted i've heard that anna marie is very um into childlessness so maybe he conformed to her um sort of like okay will on that interesting and he has a lot of younger fans i mm. uh, think like he appeals to a broad age range but i think that like i've seen him as a subject of a lot of memes again i go on reddit mm-hmm. um and so <laughs> i think that like younger like i mean when i was younger it's just like younger people have a harder time dealing with sort of like any sort of like thing that shatters their world a little bit right like yeah especially nowadays and like parasocial relationships are just the norm you know once they you know get older and like fuck up a bunch of times themselves it's easier to be like well he's just a comedian what do we expect from him but yeah because yeah. i feel like a lot of this too is that kind of like the conversation that's coming around this that i think is like not necessarily fair but him doing this kind of like shattered his nice guy image like people really liked him because he was very average in a way he was very approachable but he was funny so i feel like people connected to him about that and now they're saying like oh he that was like all a facade like he was just making that up which like i don't know i'm someone who i think just because you have a brand that's like that doesn't mean you have to be like that in real life like dana and i were talking like off mic earlier like what you are in your 10th house for example like that's how you're seen by the public like that's your reputation but like your first house or your fourth house like that's like you alone that people don't see yeah. so it's like 
I don't know, like, we don't know. It will have to be funny. Like, sometimes we're like quiet. Like, so if someone met yeah. you and was like, oh, you're not being funny right now. I hate you. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. There's also the thing with like Ellen DeGeneres, like, you know, Ellen, the brand oh, yeah. is way different than Ellen, the person and Ellen, the like comedian. So it's it's and but it's very shocking to the public when they sort of like believe one thing about you. Um, and that doesn't necessarily correspond with how you live your life. And but like, do they do celebrities have to live their life for the public? Like, you know, that's that's sort of like the age old question, I think. Yeah. And, you know, they don't. But like to be like, oh, this comedian isn't who I think it is. Like comedians are some of the, like the most like comedy is what cues some people from being like major criminals. <laughs> comedians are like the some of the darkest people out there. Yeah. And so it's like you can never I don't know. It's they're usually it's open a, about it, too. I always thing. felt like he like was pretty open about it. Well, yeah, the Whatever. one thing is like do yeah. live your life. But like, yeah, probably just like don't lie in public about yeah, it. Yeah, for Twitter sure. will find you out and like like dig everything up that was sort of like the crux of the tiger woods documentary like it wouldn't have been such a big deal that he cheated on his wife like most everyone knows that athletes do that all the time but it's that he created this very squeaky image for himself and sure. then when that was shattered it was all the more shocking yeah so i don't know also feel like lying is a it's like a faction or like a a point of like a, a lot of addicts lie right that's like mm. part of addiction so and also just being so freshly sober and like being in a very seemingly intense relationship kind of seems like an extension of addiction yeah we didn't mention that but they say that you're not supposed to be in a relationship like one year after you get out of rehab oh yeah aren't you supposed to like not even have a plant well We'll be keeping tabs on the story and we'll update you if anything else juicy happens. Um, but thank you for listening to this bonus episode and be sure to keep a lookout for our new season three episodes that release every Monday. Yes. And please leave us a five star review and subscribe to whatever podcast platform you listen on. And follow us all over social media. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit and Hey Hero and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Allegedly Astrology.